0: Welcome to Fashion at Central Saint Martins, a podcast series bringing you stories from the fashion programme of our world-renowned college, which is part of University of the Arts London. Among the voices on this podcast, are alumni such as Milliner Stephen Jones, designer Mary Catran Sue, photographer Campbell Addy, and editor Joanna liu a varied range of acclaimed fashion creatives whose talent was nurtured by the college. Designers, educators, writers and photographers share their memories and insights, reflecting on how Central Saint Martins has provided them with the skills and the courage to interrogate, challenge, and reshape the world of fashion as we know it today. Episode four, the power of communication.
1: In this episode, we speak to Olubiyi Thomas, Yuan Liu, Esme Young, Matti Boven, Daniel W. Fletcher, Fabio Piraz, Dimitra Petza, Mary Katranzu, and Campbell Ladi. Our guests talk about bringing fashion brands to life through storytelling, the relevance of the printed magazine in a digital landscape, and how the coronavirus pandemic has changed the way we communicate for good. For menswear designer Ulubiyi Thomas, magazine covers still continue to have an importance in the digital age,
2: yeah so there's obviously yeah the the the, the great reset like <laughs> i think there's been a yeah as you said like a like a heavy push for everyone to switch over you know like mm-hmm. right, right guys we're all switching over this is a better deal than the one you've currently got mm-hmm. and i feel that like with that idea it's like like people people don't always constantly like being like like having things sold to them constantly they like it's 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 these ideas are great but then you have to like the the ultimate goal of having things diverse or diversifying anything any realm is that there's there's other avenues or other ways to do things and magazine covers like magazines in general like these these are things that are tangible things that you can hold and feel and touch and like because everything has become so streamlined and so digital then of course there's going to be a craving for for the opposite and that's why it's never going to go away. The same thing as with physical stores or phys- physical spaces where mm-hmm. people can congregate or go and feel and t- touch and try clothes on or you know see things in, in in real life. It's like
1: you know that yeah it's like a it's like a counter sort of counter culture to mm-hmm. to what's happening right now I think. While social media, he feels, has affected the way his brand identity has been communicated.
2: I think at the beginning, it was it was quite it was quite tough, I guess, because um, I'm quite personal. So, like, I had a personal account for a little bit, and that just flopped because I just wasn't interested. I, I prefer to just live, obviously. But yeah, I get it. But in terms of business and in terms of communicating, I think it's. You know, I, I can't deny it's, it. It works. It's functional. And it's given me a platform. Like, it's given me a platform and a much wider reach than I could ever have had within one city. Mm. And I think that's, you know, that's really special. because it's like, you know, if you're in your room and you're on your own and there's no one else around, it's like, who and how are you going to communicate with other people? And this is a tool that can stretch out to... Tokyo to, you know, I don't know, like Glasgow, to, to, to London, to Korea, to wherever and you can be chatting with people across the globe and you can, people across the globe can understand how you're feeling or what you're thinking of, or you can share something or music. It's like, it's, yeah, it's it's an ultimate tool and obviously with that, you know, if you put marketing with that then, you know, the reach is, is you know, it's a, it's, yeah.
1: Yohanna Liu is the editorial director of Harper's Bazaar China. She discusses the relevance of the magazine today and what makes a successful Chinese magazine cover.
3: I think it's not really about whether the magazine is digital or or made with paper, you know. I think it's a psychological phenomenon. It's, um, it's, It's about people's custom in reading and choosing information. I mean, as long as it's a magazine, or a book, or something that has a cover. The cover must to be attractive. It must attract attract people's attention. The problem is that who you are going to put on the cover. You know what kind of cover you are going to to show to your readers. And in China, it's very obvious that the most attractive cover is the covers with the with celebrities. Supermodels are becoming more and more influential today. But compared to celebrities, um, they, they are still a bit weak, you know.
4: Fashion
1: designer Matty Boven is also a fan of the online fashion experience.
4: Well, it's tricky to say. I can't say for definite at the minute what's going to happen. Um, for me, I relish the challenge of not doing a catwalk show as much as I loved them you know I knew it wasn't going to be feasible it wasn't going to happen so I thought right what can we do so for the September show we actually built like mannequin sculptures we showed on which I think was really successful I really enjoyed that whole process because I didn't want to shoot just one model because obviously my work is all about different characters and also we didn't know in York really how we cast people we didn't Part of me know how it was going to work, so it kind of was more tricky. <laughs> so, we built these kind of sculpture things we put on, and I think that you know that was really successful. I think it looked great. So, it's um, I can't say for definite about shows, I understand they're going to happen, it's going to be very difficult. The St. Martin's one was great, but I know that was still quite a challenge for all the production and everyone involved. So, you know, I appreciate that people are excited for shows to come back, but I think fashion is moving on in a different way, and I think it's great, it's more accessible in some ways, you know. I enjoyed working in the medium of film. I mean, for the September show, we actually documented us making the stuff. You know, it's kind of been really interesting, I think, you know. So experiment is key, I think, in that respect.
1: When it comes to expressing his ideas with the rest of the world, menswear designer Daniel W. Fletcher discourses the importance of fashion communication and the endless possibilities of bringing his brand to life.
5: For me, like fashion communication is incredibly important in being able to tell my stories to the world because I design these collections kind of quite internally. It's like I'm working on a lot of it myself, like coming up with the ideas and kind of have this narrative of what I want to say with the collection. But unless I communicate that with the world, then no one is ever going to understand. They're just going to look at it and be like, "Oh yeah, it's just clothes." Um, and I've really, I really enjoy like experimenting with like different ways of doing it. So whether that be through lookbooks or films or even things like actually this, this store that we're opening. Um, there's so many references in the collection to kind of traditional British um, seaside towns and kind of the kind of places that I visited growing up. Um, but actually we're we're able to really tell that story through the store. So we're making like a beach shack in the middle of it and we've done like... Daniel Fletcher frisbees and beach balls and uh, deck chairs and things and kind of that is going to be the centerpiece for this store and it's kind of really helping to tell that story so it's quite a different method of fashion communication it's not the same as doing like a traditional lookbook say um but I think in terms of yeah telling our story and like giving that narrative I'm really open to all the different ways that we can do it Yeah, I mean, for me, I've always been very open to how we present our collections and kind of no season is ever the same. I think there are a lot of London Fashion Week brands who will just do a show every season and you know, like, such and such a brand show at 10am on Saturday every season. Like, we were never that. Like, one season it was a film, the next season it was a show, the next one it was a presentation, then it was a store opening, then it was a lookbook, then it was a women's collection, and then it was a capsule dropped out of the schedule. And I think why would I just stick to one thing you know there are so many different different ways of communicating it um, that I'm quite quite open to leading the way in saying look we're doing things our way this is this is our way of approaching it.
1: Fabio Piras has worked as Central Saint Martin's MA fashion course director since 2014. He speaks about how the global pandemic has both catalyzed and created many more ways to explore fashion narratives, further expanding our horizons on the way we communicate.
6: I don't know, I mean, it's obviously the the relationship you have with the magazine today is completely different from the relationship that, you know, somebody that was young in the early 90s or or, or mid 80s even. had. I mean, I think that magazines at the time would, um, that's where you got your information. That's where you got your imagery. That's where you got your visual uh, understanding of what fashion culture was. Whether today you have that, that every day, constantly on social media on whatever, the internet, anything you have. So I think today maybe your approach to magazine is much more intellectual or much more artistic. It's almost like, you know, um, an extension of a, of a gallery or of or or, or or the, for instance, of the or the magazine presence online. So then, the paper side of that magazine becomes a more artistic uh, object. Does it always work? No. Mostly not. Mm. You know, for somebody like me, who sort of, you know, I've been like buying magazines on end. I, I really struggle to buy a magazine today. I mean, I only like stick to very few. Well, I don't know if the pandemic has catalyzed it. I think the pandemic just threw us into it, whether we liked it or not. I mean, like, you know, I mean, like, I think you have to deal with the present. And uh, so for us, the present was not not going to be necessarily physical as we always did it. In that, there was a moment of discomfort, but uh, at the same time, there was uh, a revelation of opportunities and um it came very it 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 came to a point where you know i mean what are you going to do? I mean you can't sort of you have a community of students on the course they're about to graduate uh what are you going to tell them that because of the pandemic we're not going to do anything so obviously you have to shift yourself into a reality that enables you to exist, and the reality was virtual reality at that point, the mission that we had as a course was to to create a platform that then was a virtual platform but also had the ambition or to to be almost physical within that reality uh, between that uh, virtual reality which is what we try to do so it's it's in a way it's an approach of um, somebody who doesn't really understand um, virtual reality to virtual reality i mean i I like that idea or at least i think that's what we try to do Mm -hmm.
1: Women's wear designer Dimitra Petter of the brand D Petter talks about using fashion film to bring her autumn winter 2021 collections alive, and why this has become her primary method of communication.
7: Filmmaking is uh, one of those um, sectors that I'm really interested in, in general. But I think also, yeah, in terms of quarantine, we just had to find creative ways to portray our ethos and our concepts and the new collection. So I think film is kind of a very natural step after a live performance. The next thing that you would think of is a filmed performance. So that's kind of the mentality
1: behind it. For her celebrated Spring-Summer 2020 collection, fashion designer Mary Katranzu put on an ambitious show at the Temple of Poseidon in Athens. While many designers are thinking about digital-only collections, the Greek designer considers the power of the physical show
7: in the future i think number one is to know that you're showing because there's a reason to show there's a purpose to show uh, you want to say something and you think that what you're saying is relevant to the world number two it for me um it's using that platform for good and you know in this case it was a ticketed show to raise money and i'm so um uh, proud that the money el Pida raised uh in our event was more than any other fundraising event they've had in their 30 years um of uh existence which is huge for them so number two is to be able to link your work and this communication moment to something of meaning and if it's not You know about raising funds um it should be about raising awareness because it's not always possible to raise funds it's not always easy as you said to create these uh events it was you know it almost killed all of us to even pull that um as an independent brand without the support so you can't do that it's kind of once in a lifetime it was my home country it was different Uh, but i think it's very important to use your platform to communicate something meaningful even it's if it's not about fundraising and number three, it's looking at the sustainability of your company beyond, you know, your sourcing. You know, when we talk about bespoke, we also talk about creating a piece that is meant for one woman who will hopefully keep it forever. That it's engineered to her body, and no waste is created from um, that production of that piece because you only need um, to produce what you what, what you need to buy for that particular order. So for me the future of our shows um, is really about an offering that is uh, bespoke. It's not really connected anymore to our wholesale. I think when people recognize your brand, you're able to have a wholesale business without needing to do four shows a season to show, you know, an easy dress that somebody wears on the beach. So, For me it's been about separating the two saying you know our shows is a communication moment for our brand that we want to communicate what's important to us we want it to be meaningful Uh, we want it to be catered um if you know there's interest uh to a more sustainable production of bespoke piece um now that we know that there's demand because of course if there's no demand again it's a waste but in this case it was successful um And then beyond that, it's, as I said about it, uh, making sense, having something to say. If you have nothing to say, I don't believe you are forced anymore by a certain norm to show. I think, you know, there are so many ways you can shoot a lookbook, you can do a podcast, you can um, do a video, you can do so many things that, you know, are different to what we felt or what we used to do just two years ago.
1: Photographer and filmmaker Campbell Addy came to the public's attention when he photographed British Vogue's editor-in-chief Edward Enninful on the cover of Time. He discusses the power of fashion communication to inspire change for good and how it can be used as a tool for activism.
8: Fashion communication, I remember when people used to ask me what the course was, at uni, and I used to describe it as it's everything to do with fashion but making clothes, but we still make clothes. Because it's the thing where... Communication as a tool precedes languages, you know, it precedes um, mental health, it precedes mental ages, because you're communicating to someone. And I think if you can unify a cause, mix it with a great tool form of communication, and don't forget fashion as a visual medium dictates the times. If you go down to the basic thing, you can tell what period of time what was happening due to the materials that was available to people. Silhouettes and shapes. And I think if you can mix those three together in a very intelligent manner, you get a powerful message. And I think that's what people sometimes misconstrued about our industry, is that it's frivolous. But it's like, it's the most consumable form of art, I believe, that anyone can... Um, to partake in, whether you're very poor or you're filthy rich. Like I was, I grew up with no money at all, but I digested fashion in a way that allowed me to escape and think about the future. But I think if you, if you mix that with a fab idea that's there to help people. When I mean people, like I feel like when people use words on clothes, it diminishes the idea of communication because depending on the language you place on the garment you already, you know, restrict a lot of people from digesting that idea. But with fashion communication it can be anything, you know, from performing a show to a shoot to a video. So I think, I think it's great to politicise work, but only if you yourself are involved in said politics. I think there's a lot of trend where it's like, oh let's make our work political, but it's like, but do you really? Are you down? <laughs> are you down with the cause? Other than this one display on Instagram, but I think fashion communication is an amazing tool that can push push great agendas and you know shift mindsets. And I think it should continue to. And I'm an escapist at heart, but I'm also a realist. My life is affected by a lot of contributing factors, but I think put it in the work. You know. Because the work, will, you know, when we're long gone, the work will still be there for the next generation to, to progress it. So I think, and I think trial and error, I think we need to be more forgiving. Through trial and error, yeah, we'll make mistakes, but we'll get to the goal.
0: You've been listening to Fashion at Central Saint Martins a co-production between Central St. Martins and In Talks With Productions. The narrators were Rosie Davenport, Owen Flynn, and Vanessa Ohaha. The editors were Isabel Atkinson, Rosie Davenport, Rose Dodd, Owen Flynn, Bethany Ryder, and Grace Sowerby. The theme tune is by Sam Anga. To find out more about fashion at Central St. Martins, check out our website and social accounts. Thanks for listening.